I have four things I want to talk about today. I want to talk about those who are serving in government. I want to talk about the economy and where it's heading. I want to talk about the environment, what I'm seeing and what I'm not seeing. I want to do a massive update on that. And the last thing I want to talk about is faith on today's version of Truth to Ponder. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Thanks for joining me, everybody. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today. And Bob will be back tomorrow with another great edition of Truth to Ponder. So make sure you tune in. Well, God has put four main things on my heart. So I'm going to tackle all four of these subjects. But I'm not going to tackle them in any necessary order. Because I think all of them are vital that we at least have it in our mind. And so we can contemplate what all this means. Because I think we're running out of time, folks. I think that very soon we're going to see things we don't want to see and hear things we don't want to hear and experience things we never, ever thought we'd experience. But I'm going to start out with our government. Some of you folks have undoubtedly seen the video of Mitch McConnell, who is just staring out into space. And I'm going to kind of describe what I saw of this event. But it seemed like there were four or five handlers that looked more like nurses' aides in an Alzheimer's ward. And that's how they acted, too. Because Mitch McConnell looked like he was on the final stages of Alzheimer's. It was absolutely pathetic. And to think that this man is the minority leader, and he's supposed to have leadership qualities. And if you remember the old movie, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, well, it seems that the deep state has snatched all these old people that should not be in government. They're just too old. Nothing against old people, but I want you to go look at this video. Then you tell me if there's a problem with him serving or not after you see the video. But it seems that there's a lot of handlers that are manipulating these old men and old women, telling them what to say, what to do. And they're leading them around like they're lost puppies, just like illegitimate Joe Biden, who I don't even think some days even knows his name. But I'm going to get back to Mitch McConnell. I really want you to seek out this video. Do a web search and just search Mitch McConnell blank stare. That's all you have to do, and it'll come up. And what they did was his handlers brought him up to a microphone. And they shuffled him up, and as he was walking up, you could tell that he had no clue where he was or who he was. And when they shuffled him up to the microphone, he just lifted his head a little bit and just stared, like he was on drugs or he was a zombie or his Alzheimer's had kicked into the point where he no longer even knew he was human. And then as you're watching this video, ask yourself, is this the type of person that's going to get us out of this mess we're in with our government, with the inflation and the broken economy and the looming war and all the issues we have? And look at this man. He never said a word. After several moments of very awkwardness, his handler stepped in and kind of pulled him back away from the microphone and then started making some excuse of why he wasn't talking. 
But throughout this whole ordeal, Mitch McConnell looks like he needs to be hospitalized, drinking gruel from a straw, and having his diapers changed. It's that bad. Please watch the video. And then there's another video of Diane Feinstein, who is absolutely unqualified for where she's at because she no longer really realizes what she's doing. And she had a staffer that had to lean in and tell her that she needed to vote. After all those years in that position in government, she couldn't even remember that she had to vote. And I would imagine that the staffer also told her how to vote. And that's another living cadaver, just like Mitch McConnell. Then you have Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a fool. He's an idiot. He's a creep. He's an absolute creep. And he would do anything for money, anything whatsoever. The man has absolutely no compass as far as morals. But he, too, acts more like an Alzheimer's patient than he does just a regular human being. And there's hundreds of videos out there that show him mumbling and stumbling and not knowing where he's at, losing himself on stage to where he's trying to walk off the stage and he's almost ready to walk off the edge of the stage instead of the stairs. They have handlers that have to point which direction he needs to walk. And again, they treat him like they're hospital workers and he is a patient. Watch his handlers, how they handle Joe Biden. And you'll see what I'm talking about. You don't even have to look at the videos of him stumbling and bumbling up the stairs as he tries to board Air Force One, because anyone can stumble. But there's obviously mental deficiency in that man, and he's in such a state of mental decline. Then you add Mitch McConnell to that mix. Now you throw in Nancy Pelosi, who I don't know if she's a alcoholic. She acts like one. She looks like one. And I've seen videos of her that, if I was to make a guess, I would say that she was drunk. And let's say she's not drunk. Let's imagine that she's possibly suffering dementia, just like her colleagues. Then you have people who are pure evil, like Lindsey Graham, who is a warmongering fool. And then this AOC. Have you ever looked at her eyes when she's giving a speech or doing a soundbite? on the news or a picture of her. Just look at her facial expression. Look at her eyes. There's something wrong with her. She's either insane or possessed or something. There is something definitely broken in that person's mind. Then you have the senator from Pennsylvania. And it's widely known that this senator suffered brain damage. And I've seen videos of him not knowing who he was or where he was or why he was or what he was or anything. He just was out of it. And then you add to that the rampant drug use that's happening in the White House and happening all the way through Congress. When you look at what we have serving, they're not qualified. They are not qualified to be where they're at. Now let's look at the time period in which we live. These old fossils, these cadavers that vote, 
are getting us into a world war. I doubt if these walking cadavers even know what they're doing. So it's someone behind the scenes pulling the strings of these puppet cadavers, telling them how to vote. They're just using their body. And you can't tell me that these old cadavers get voted in time after time after time. The people of the United States are not that stupid. We see our government officials get corrupt. We see them get Alzheimer's. We see them get mental illness. We see them depressed and just out of it. And I have a feeling that all of these old cadavers are hanging on for a reason. And I think that Satan has a lot to do with it. This group of quote-unquote lawmakers is a group that either made a pact with the devil, in my opinion, or they're controlled by maybe blackmail, who knows, into supporting things that are against the family, that are against life, that are against our country. And the only reason they've hung around so long is because they've cheated to keep him in office. And the goal that they have tried to reach, which I believe is the destruction of the United States, isn't complete. And they don't have enough young ones that are up and coming that they have in their back pocket, so to speak. And so they're going to keep these old, reliable cadavers that will always cooperate with whatever the deep state tells them to do. And it's really sad. None of these people should be in positions of power. Mitch McConnell needs to be in a nursing home. Diane Feinstein needs to either be in a nursing home or go home. And I could just go on and on and on about the different elected officials that are unqualified to be there. And you can't tell me that the Democrat Party could not find someone better to run in her district than AOC. The only reason she's there is that she will do what she's told, and I think she's absolutely insane. And so she has all the qualifications of somebody that Satan can very well control, and I do believe that's what's happening. And so I want you to take a look at some videos of our leaders and look at them close and ask yourself, would you trust these people to remember to feed your goldfish? I wouldn't. And what are they doing right now, these people? They're getting us into a world war. They're crashing our economy. They've opened our southern border. They've ruined any kind of relationship we could ever have with most of Asia. And we pushed Russia towards Asia, where Russia was leaning towards the West as far as trying to affiliate with. That will never happen in our lifetime, and I doubt if it ever will happen. These people are alienating us from China and India and South Africa and all the other BRICS nations. They are alienating us from Africa and South America. The United States is indeed building a coalition but not the way they want to build it. There is a coalition that's very anti-U.S. that is coming together because of all of these evil old cadavers that we have in office right now who are controlled by Satan. I don't think we can vote him out. I do believe that Gavin Newsom lost his recall, 
I think they had to cook the numbers to, to keep him in office. And there's a lot of nepotism in politics. And he's related to Nancy Pelosi. And if you look at Nancy Pelosi's district, if you watch videos that are taken from areas in her district, she doesn't care about her own people. There is a lot of squalor and homelessness and just evil things happening on the streets in her district. But yet, let's send billions more to Ukraine. This whole thing is evil. And speaking of Ukraine, look at Zelensky. Does he look like a world leader to you? Or does he look like a very useful idiot? Does he look like just a belligerent little bully that a wannabe Napoleon? That's what he looks like to me. He goes around and grovels and says, you're not giving us enough money. You're not giving us enough things to fight with. How about negotiating peace? How about sitting down at a table like adults and talking it through? Oh, he won't do that. And the democratic nation of Ukraine, you know, that great democracy, they've outlawed all political parties that are not the political party that's in power. They're under total martial law. They've canceled elections. Ukraine is not a democratic form of government. And we're being lied to by the media every second of every day. And so the governments throughout the world are totally broken. And the United States, we think that we're leaders. Go look at your leaders. It'll be like the movie The Wizard of Oz when Toto pulls back the curtain and you see this inept old man manipulating controls saying, don't look at the man behind the curtain. Look at the man behind the curtain. Look at Joe Biden. Look at him close. Look at Mitch McConnell. Look at Lindsey Graham. Look at Nancy Pelosi. Look at him. Listen to him. Watch their handlers. Watch how they're being steered around like they're zombies. It's pathetic. And again, I ask you to please go watch the videos. And how to find the Feinstein video is Staffer Helps Feinstein Vote. Just do a web search for that. And all of this is being covered up. We're being told that everything is fine. And that leads me to the second topic. But I want you to keep in mind of these old voting cadavers that someone is manipulating. I want you to keep them in mind on every topic. Because those are the people that are charged with governing this great nation. And they're the ones that are supposed to be able to fix this. I don't think these people can find their way to a toilet, let alone fix a problem. So I want you to keep that in mind the rest of the show. But you have Biden's handlers touting Bidenomics and how great the economy is and how inflation has slowed down. And it's all smoke and mirrors. Just look at our recent news that Yellow Truck is no longer a business. They've closed. They bail out all the big companies because they're too big to fail. Well, I'm telling you that if there was a company that was too big to fail, it's Yellow Truck. Do you know how many businesses count on Yellow? 
You might say, well, they'll just call someone else. Other than Old Dominion, and maybe one or two small ones, there is no one else. You have to understand that Yellow Truck wasn't just another trucking company. It was a trucking company that would deliver partial pallets. Now, UPS and FedEx, they do parcels. And then all the other trucking companies do full pallets. But what about all the freight that falls in between? The small businesses that order a half a pallet of something. Or like me when I had a music store, when I ordered an amplifier that was too big for a parcel that weighed too much. It came by Yellow Truck. I used Yellow Truck all the time. As a matter of fact, almost all the instruments and all the gear that I have came to me by Yellow Truck. And it's not just me. They were one of the world's largest shipping companies with over 30,000 employees. A very big operation. I believe they were the biggest partial pallet carriers that was out there. I think they're bigger than Old Dominion. And I know that I've used Old Dominion as well, and I like them also. I've had great service from both companies. But there are parts of the United States and parts of the world that, that Old Dominion simply does not operate. And Yellow cornered the market in the whole area. Well, now Yellow's gone. And so we're going to see lots of disruptions in our supply line. And lots of small businesses are not going to get what they ordered. I don't know what's going to happen to all the freight that's going to be snarled up in warehouses all across the world. This is really a big deal, folks. It's huge. It should be one of the biggest stories of business failure in the history of the United States as far as transportation is concerned. It probably is the biggest. You might say, well, they're just a trucking company. Well, what killed them? The news media is saying, well, they were on the verge of bankruptcy anyway, so they might as well just go away because they were, they were shot anyway. I don't believe that for a minute. Don't believe it at all. I believe they were in financial trouble, obviously, but I think they had some help being run out of business because a lot of this COVID nonsense, they were trying to get supply lines disrupted. And they never have really let go of that idea that they want to disrupt our supply lines. And if the economy was all well and good like illegitimate Joe says it is, then why are we losing huge businesses? Why did we have some bank failures a month or so ago? Why is everything so dismal as far as inflation and people's spending power is just non-existent? Things are absolutely broken. But you have the willing accomplices and the media saying how good things are and our economy is better than ever. And they're the same people that want to arrest Donald Trump for having classified documents that he himself legally could handle, that he himself legally was the one who would decide what was classified and what was not classified. When he was president, Donald Trump could have said every document in the history of the United States is now declassified. He had the power to do that. He was president. And so they're charging him with having classified documents like he wasn't supposed to have them. Absolutely absurd. 
and the United States is now definitely a third world banana republic. It's just sickening what's going on. Now, I rarely take my living off-grid programs and mold them into Truth to Ponder. I don't think that's a good plan for me to do that. And I know that my listeners to my show are hearing what I was talking about my last show. But I think it is so important that I need to get this word out to as many people as possible. Things are so broken. You know that they're broken, but you don't know how broken they are. It's awful. And just a little rabbit trail. They claim that they found a illegal biolab run by some Chinese nationals in California. And this biolab apparently has all sorts of viruses and pathogens and a whole bunch of really bad things that people don't want to get as far as disease. And apparently they found genetically altered mice that could be carriers of COVID-19. The Chinese had this horrible lab in California, which I believe they did find a lab. But I think that they're covering up the real story here. Because they say they only found the lab because the police were investigating a garden hose that was illegally coming out of a building. Now think about that. That is what the news media is claiming that started the whole investigation of this building to find this biolab was law enforcement saw an illegal garden hose coming out of the back of a building. With all the crime on the street, all the murder, all the mayhem, all the chaos, all the riots, all the domestic abuse, all of the petty crimes and shoplifting and and all the traffic that has to be monitored and and citations issued. Do you think that there's enough officers to investigate an illegal garden hose? If you do, I've got some oceanfront property right here in Nebraska to sell you, right along the beach. That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard, that law enforcement was investigating an illegal garden hose. Well, I think that someone blew the whistle on a lab that probably known to lots of people in power. And I do believe that was put there against we the people. And I think the Chinese could possibly very well be involved, just like they were in Wuhan. But I'll never believe that they just happened to find this biolab by following a garden hose. That's just ridiculous. And so there are lots of things up here, folks. We have lots of people wanting to do lots of evil things. And I think that they are within our government. I think Mitch McConnell is evil. But I don't think he's in charge of anything. I don't think he even knows what day it is. And this witch hunt against Donald Trump is more proof of what I call an illegal government that we had a coup that has taken over our government. And so I don't know what to do about this other than to pray and to pray hard and to ask for God's wisdom and his intervention. But we have things going on in the economy that are horrid, and it's going to get worse. I don't want to sit here and just do doom and gloom, but but it seems to me that the path we're on is a horrible path to be on. And it's like we're in a roller coaster. We can't control it. But we're in the car 
going up the roller coaster, getting ready to come down. And I think that's where we're at right now. I think we're in a roller coaster car and we are going up the incline and we're about to be dashed down at horrific speeds. And we're not controlling anything. We're just along for the ride. So I think you need to control what you can within your own finances. Really get good at handling your own finances. The old B word, budget. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to budget every penny. And be prepared to change your budget after inflation comes and takes more of your spending power away. But we have a crashing economy. All signs lead to that. The sales of existing homes and and the building of new homes and office space that is in crisis right now because nobody's renting office space. And you have all the landlords that are going to have to file for bankruptcy they're, because there's nobody occupying their building and they have a mortgage on the building they have to pay. And I heard that in California that massive amounts of people are behind on their rent payment. And so they're looking at just a onslaught of evictions coming up. And that may just be in California, but I doubt it. I think it's all over. And then you have these scam credit companies that are finding people that don't have any money and offering them five or $600 at over 30% interest. And it's just a trap. There's a whole lot of shysters out there, a whole lot of evil people. And what's really wrong is that these people don't care that they're evil. They just don't care. But we're seeing massive layoffs. We're seeing record numbers of people that rely on food banks. We have massive amounts of people pouring across our southern border, and we know nothing about these people. The vast majority are totally unskilled, and they show up and immediately start sponging off of the local government, the state government, and the federal government. And so you have a group of people that illegally cross into our country, and I hate to call anybody a parasite, but that's the way they operate. They immediately start sucking our system dry. And I know that our health care system is at the brink of collapse in lots of areas because there's not enough staff, there's not enough doctors, there's not enough money to resupply the hospitals because so many illegals are coming through and so many people coming through that the government is paying for all their services and, and the government dictates how much they're going to pay. And there's a lot of hospitals that are now getting upside down because they're not treating enough people that actually can afford the treatment. And that leads me to the middle class, who I was talking about, that traditionally keeps everything going and growing. Our middle class is shrinking rapidly. And as it shrinks, all the things that we take for granted, roads that are smooth, bridges that are safe, infrastructure that is functional, all that goes away. I look at New York, how they're driving out all the people that are entrepreneurs and the middle class. California is doing the same thing. California is going to be a state of welfare recipients, just like the city of New York. And I've spent some time in upstate New York and 
I think the people are absolutely wonderful. I love the scenery, love the farms, love the little towns. There's lots of wonderful people that live in New York, but it seems that none of those wonderful people are in government. It's absolutely horrid what they're doing to that state and also California. And I have to say Texas is on the heels of California because so many Californians are moving to Texas and are taking California with them. They did it to Colorado. They've done it to Idaho. People flee out of California because they can't stand the socialism type government that is running their state. But yet when they get to the new state, the first thing they do is start socializing the state they moved to. I've got to say that there are droves of people moving out of eastern Colorado and they're moving into Kansas and Nebraska in droves. That's one of the reasons Colorado is now quote-unquote a blue state. All the people that would vote conservative are leaving because the government and all of the punitive things that are happening in Colorado are driving people out. So we have an awful lot of issues folks that are just crumbling us as a society. Again, I don't think there's anything that mankind can do about this. I think we have to have the faith to pray and the faith that our prayers are going to be heard and answered. I think it's time we realize that we are in crunch time, where the rubber meets the road. That's where we're at. Always remember that Truth to Ponder is listener-supported. So please visit the website, truth2ponder.com. Go to the support tab and follow instructions to how to donate to this ministry. Also, you can send a check or money order. You'd write the check out to Ancient Word Radio. You would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. And when I come back after the break, I'll pick up where I left off. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Hola! He who ascends. Coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. The most radical offering in ancient Israel was called the Ola. The Ola is what we call the burnt offering or the whole offering. It's translated into Greek into the Holocaustos. We get the word Holocaust from it. In Hebrew, it doesn't say that. It implies it, but it doesn't say it. it Ola simply means to go up. Ola means the offering that goes up. It's totally consumed to become smoke, but it simply means it goes up. Messiah is the Ola. He's the whole sacrifice. He's the total offering. He's the sacrifice that's consumed. He's the Ola that goes up. He went up from Jerusalem to the Father, went up from the Mount of Olives. There's a real profound connection here because that which is totally offered up as a sacrifice, totally consumed, is that which goes up. We're all called to go up. You don't just have, we just have a walk in the Lord. We have an upward walk and ascent. Paul says the upward call. We're to go up. How do you go up? How do you get higher in the Lord? You go up when you become total to the Lord. The word Ola has the mystery. When you become totally consumed to the Lord, consumed in worship, totally consumed in praise, consumed in serving him in love and everything that is him. Because that which is totally consumed goes up. And the one who's totally consumed with God won't be able to help his or herself. If you'll be totally consumed, if you'll consume yourself with God, giving yourself totally in his love and his joy and his peace and the goodness and purity, you'll go up. You'll rise. You'll ascend. 
because you are to be a little version of Messiah. And Messiah is the Olah, the total sacrifice, he who ascends. You do the same, and so shall you. Want more? Ask for Olah or the Olah on CD. Now, the free gift for you, the most incredible awesome mystery of the temple doors on cd you'll you'll hear the hidden writings of the rabbis that prove the the wonders and signs that took place when jesus died amazing stuff on cd yours free and sapphires to bless your socks off how how do you get it free just remember jesus real name yeshua and you dial it so to get your free gifts just call now 1-800-YESHUA-1 you will be blessed but call now 1-800-YES-HUA-1 now my friend you're on this earth for a great purpose to be a blessing i invite you to join me in bringing the greatest blessing to the unreached peoples of this world salvation to five continents with over a billion people how just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and literally the farthest we will ever touch the world shortwave radio it's amazing just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 or you can write me direct it's right to the nice Jewish boy box 1111 Lodi L-O-D-I New Jersey 07644 that's box 1111 that's Lodi New Jersey it's 07644 until next time this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Aleichem peace be to you my friend in Messiah Ha'ola, the one who is the total sacrifice and he who goes up. Welcome to the second half of Truth to Ponder. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in today for Bob Beerman. And I've been talking about all the bad things that are happening. And I've got one more bad thing I need to talk about before I start talking about faith and where I think we need to head everything. Several weeks ago, I talked about the disappearing animals and plants and birds. And I've done an awful lot of research on this. And I'm the only one talking about it. Nobody else is talking about this. Now, I want to set the stage a little bit and so you understand where I'm coming from. I am not an environmentalist like these people that are militant and they think that people with gasoline-powered lawnmowers and and they cook their supper on a gas stove, that they're somehow evil. I'm not one of those. I'm what you would call a conservationist or a naturalist. And I have absolutely no respect for the modern Mother Earth worship and the tree huggers and all those. I'm, I'm not affiliated with any of these people, and I don't line up with them as far as ideologically. I think they have some good ideas, they have some points that they're making that we need to look at, but the climate change and all the hoaxes that they push, it's all to divide us. We have a group of people that are pointing fingers at Uncle Joe in his lawnmower saying, you're ruining the planet. And then you have Uncle Joe pointing back at them and saying, no, I'm not. Leave me alone. Mind your own business. And you have these two groups that are pitted against each other. We're the real group, and it is a group of mankind. And so I do believe that mankind is ruining this planet, but not at all like what the modern-day environmentalists say. Not at all. And they're going to blame Uncle Joe, and they're going to keep these environmentalists mad at Uncle Joe, and Uncle Joe mad at the environmentalists, and so they're bickering and going back and forth. And nobody is looking at the real culprit. And the real culprit are the people who are controlling these cadavers that are voting in Washington, D.C. These are the real culprits, these elitists, these oligarchs, these 
people that are too big to fail. You know that Bill Gates wants to block out the sun. And people say, yeah, that's probably a good idea because he's Bill Gates. Well, who's Bill Gates? Oh, he's got lots of money. Okay, how did he get it? That's like saying Jesse James was a very nice person and a good person because he had lots of money. Bill Gates did not get his money by hard work. I'm not saying he hasn't worked hard in his life. I don't know. But from my research, Bill Gates was gifted an awful lot of technology that was developed by the United States military with taxpayer money. And Bill Gates just became the face of it. And I think he's another controlled idiot, is what I think. He goes around and acts like he's a doctor, talks about vaccines and all the things that he's trying to do with vaccines, and he's not a doctor. He knows nothing about vaccines other than what he's told. He's not trained. But we have a society that worships celebrities, and they made him into a celebrity of sorts, and he's evil. He's a totally evil little creepy guy. I don't know how anyone could take him serious, but they do. But we have people like that that are trying to ruin the planet. The ones that point their fingers at me and say, you drive an old tractor, you're ruining the planet. The ones that fly around in their private jets and the ones that pat each other in the back and give each other awards at these great big earth summits, those are the people who are ruining the earth. They have the money, they have the power, they have the satanic people behind them, and also Satan himself is sanctioning and guiding what they do. And so we need to quit looking at these misguided environmentalists. They're really not our enemy. They're useful idiots. The real enemy is the elites, the Al Gores, and all of his ilk. They're the ones that are destroying God's creation. And I do believe they want to replace God's creation with creations that they make in a laboratory. I think we're living in the age of very evil science. I'm not anti-science whatsoever, but I'm very much anti-evil science. You know, in Nazi Germany, a lot of the doctors that were high up in the Nazi party did lots of experiments on people to find out how much pressure their lungs could hold before they burst or how much ice you could pile on them before they froze to death, or how long you could survive having dogs rip your face off. You know, lots of scientific research. But, you know, they were scientists. And I do believe that our modern-day scientists are of that ilk, of the crazy Nazi, sadistic scientists. I really do. So I'm anti-sadistic science, and I'm totally against this anti-human science that they're pushing. But on a personal note, I'm spending anywhere between 9 and 12 hours a day, every day, in the realm of the insects, in the realm of the animals, and the birds, and the plants. I'm out in it. I don't have a cab on any of my tractors. I'm out in the open air, out in the sun, out in the rain. Whatever the weather is doing, if I'm out in the field, I'm suffering through it. I'm out there for hours and hours and hours. And one of the things I've always loved to do when I'm out in the field is to watch the wildlife that's all over the domain that I'm working in. I like to watch the deer in the distance. I like to watch the hawks circling. 
Every day or so, you'd have a group of turkey buzzards, and you would see them circle you a couple times, and you wish they would move on because I don't like buzzards circling me too much. And then once or twice a week, a blue heron would come by, and if I was near wetlands or a river, the blue heron would land, and I'd love to watch them. Yes, I'm out doing my work, but when you're going one and a half and two miles an hour or three miles an hour on a tractor, you have lots of time to kind of look around. And so that's what I've always done. I've observed things. And the last several years have worked on my head because I'm not seeing the creatures that I considered my friends. When you spend that many hours alone and you start seeing the same hawk every day or the or the same coyote that might be in the bushes out there. They don't belong to you. You don't get really attached to them, but you look for them. They become familiar. They kind of fit into the landscape. And I've always been that way. And I'm going to tell you right now, our wildlife is disappearing. Our insects are disappearing. Our birds are disappearing. And they're disappearing at an alarming rate. I've spent the last 10 days scanning the skies intently, looking for one hawk. You have to understand that right here on the ranch, for as long as I've been alive, our old tree grove has been the nesting ground for several families of hawks. It also was a home to a flock of bats. And the bats are no longer here. But I have really scanned the skies for hawks. And I'm working in an area where there's rolling hills, lots of updrafts, and there's trees. And the trees are where the hawks would nest. And one of the things I really loved watching off these hills, the hawks knew where the updrafts were. And so while they were hunting, they would catch this updraft and they could sit for seemingly hours and not flap their wings. They just hold their wings out, and they would just hover. And that always fascinated me. And I'm in an area where that's one of the things I love to watch is the hovering because of the hills. There's nothing to hover. They're not here. And I'm noticing another thing. There are more rabbits, a lot more rabbits. And so the predatory birds are being killed off. I think it's the chemtrails. I think it's these climate activists that are trying to change the climate, I think they're trying to do it on purpose so they can replace God's creation with their own scientific aberrations that they want to make in a lab. But the birds are gone. I just got through mowing a wetlands, the outer part of a wetlands. And anybody that's mowed that kind of grass with a sickle mower is plagued with bird's nests and mice nests that are abandoned because you mow them later in the season after their young has already been raised and is gone. But you're constantly plugging your sickle with old nests because they never really dry. It's like hitting a bunch of old wet rags. So you have to get off your tractor and go clear that nest out of your sickle bar. And there have been years that I've spent more time off the tractor pulling old nests out of my mower than I did actually mowing. I finally hit a bird's nest. 
Of course, it was empty, but I finally hit a bird's nest last week. The first bird's nest I've hit in three years. Think about it. In a normal time, I'd be stopped half the day pulling nests out of my mower if I was in damp lowlands. And there'd be hundreds of nests. Well, I finally saw my first nest in several years. And it didn't plug me up. It wasn't big enough. Another thing I've always loved to watch is the squirrels in the trees. We have no more squirrels here. They're gone. And every year they would take the cottonwood leaves and they'd make nests real high up in the tree that I don't know how they would weather our winters, but we'd have blizzards howl through here and the winds gusting up to 60 miles an hour. And the next morning you'd go out and sure enough, that nest would still be intact top of the tree. Those squirrels are very good at building their nests. I haven't seen a nest in several years. They're not here. And all of the hawks that are generally one or two every mile, every square mile, they're not here. So there's no hawks raising their young here. They're gone. They're not going to come back because there's not going to be any new ones raised here. Apparently, the adults are dead. They didn't move on. Because as I travel, if I have something that's bothering me, like the disappearance of certain birds or animals, I look for them all the time I'm on the trip. And this last summer, I went 250 miles before I saw my first hawk. And I was looking. And there's usually several every square mile as far as normal times. And so we really have something that's horrid going on. And I'm the only one talking about it. But I want you to know that I'm really watching. And I don't like what I'm seeing. I would love to have people give reports to me of what they're not seeing and their area. And send an email to bob at truthtoponder.com. And he'll forward that to me. Now, I don't know what we're going to do about this. I don't know if anything can be done. Once we have species that go instinct or are decimated in an area, what happens then? They talk about all these exotic animals in Africa that are endangered species or other species that become endangered as they try to stop some road project or pipeline, so they have to redirect it 100 miles or they have to stop the project because I think they were called snail darters. They were a fish. There were other projects that they had to have turtle herders out walking in front of the bulldozers to make sure there weren't any turtles. All that made the news. That was a big deal for environmentalists. But what about our common everyday life that's not out here? It's not here. It has me extremely concerned. I think we need to pray for all of God's creatures. Because not only are we under attack, all of God's creation is under attack. I am thoroughly convinced of that. And if there's one thing that I want to call my quest as being a broadcaster is I want to open people's eyes to what's really going on. It may be too late already, but... We have to open our eyes and see what's happening. We need to see what's there and what's not there. And all you have to do is look at your surroundings and ask yourself, is this normal? Shouldn't there be more mosquitoes or 
birds or whatever you're not seeing. Again, shoot Bob an email. I would appreciate it. The last thing I want to talk about is faith. God trumps all. We have to remember that. We have to rely on our faith. We have to really, really get in touch and in tune with our faith. We have to build our faith. We have to live in faith. We have to understand that the God of this world, who is Satan, has already destroyed this earth. And the Bible talks about a new heaven and a new earth. I think we need to pray for that to happen sooner than later. I think the only thing that's going to save any of this is intervention from Almighty God. And we can't keep turning a blind eye to all these issues. Even though they seem unrelated, they are related. You can't tell me that some of these evil people who are in government, you can't tell me that they don't know all about the chemtrails and all about the chemicals that they're destroying our atmosphere and our groundwater and our soil. Another thing I've noticed is I have about four acres of ground. And this is going to really surprise people that know my property. I have quite a few listeners that actually know me personally and know exactly where I live. And they know my operation. They know a lot about my soil. I have about three acres of soil that won't even grow a weed. Nothing. It's as bald as Telly Savalas. There's nothing growing. And it's been fertilized and it's been turned and it's been, and it's been seeded and nothing grows. And when you have ground that will no longer grow a weed, what's wrong? I talked to the people that delivered fertilizer and asked them if they were, asked them if they didn't bring the wrong chemical or apply it wrong. I showed them the bare spots and said, well, what's going on with this? They just shrugged their shoulders and said, well, we don't know. It looks pretty bad. I'm like, yeah, it looks horrid. And then around these bare spots is another probably four or five acres that weeds or grass don't get but maybe an inch or two tall. So something is poisoning the soil. And I'm noticing that some of the neighbors are having some of the same issues. Not quite as bad as what I'm having, but I see that they're getting bare spots as well. I would call them more thin than bare. Mine are definitely bare. So we have odd things happening, and it's not because of Uncle Joe's lawnmower. It's not because you grilled a bunch of steaks out on your propane grill. It's not your fault. It's not because you drove to work in a gasoline-powered car, as all the elites try to tell their useful idiots that that's the issue. It's not the pipelines. It's not... It's not people air conditioning their homes. It's bigger than that. It's the people who are spraying our skies with chemtrails. It's the people who are doing a lot of nefarious things in biolabs. Who knows what kind of pathogens that they're developing to kill certain animals? Who knows if the red-tailed hawks weren't all killed off, not by bird flu, but killed off by something that was developed to kill off red-tailed hawks. 
And also, this is an area where eagles nest. I love to watch the symbol of our great nation out soaring. That makes me feel so good when I see a bald eagle. And I've had several bald eagles nest here over the last decade. And that's another thing I have not seen, not for two years. And generally, there's two or three families of bald eagles within a 10-mile region of my house. They don't nest right here, but they fly over, and so they have to be close. But not anymore. And so I really think we have things going on that are well above anything we know about. But I want to do my best to expose it and at least make you aware of it. And I've asked a lot of people to contribute and tell me what's going on in their area. And not one person has told me it's normal. I've gotten about a 100 replies now over the last year of asking for people to give me kind of an overview of what's happening in their area. And it doesn't matter if it's in North or South Carolina, doesn't matter if it's in California or Michigan or Texas or Arizona or Alabama or Illinois, all the people who have contacted me from all these states and others, and all of them have a common theme. They don't see the wildlife that they should see. They don't see it at all. They don't see the insects. They don't see the birds. They don't see the mammals, the amphibians, the reptiles. They just do not see what they usually see. And I do believe that's our main issue of the day. I really am convinced of that more and more each day as I do my research. That that is the big event that they're using all these wars and all the economy and all this transgender and all this other garbage. They're using that to distract us. People say, well, they're distracting us, but we don't know what from. What they're distracting us from is a mass extinction event. Now, you may have noticed that my audio changed, and I apologize for this interruption as far as having the audio change. But when it came time to send this file in, so Bob could upload it up to Truth to Ponder. For some reason, the last five minutes or so of the show just went out into the ether. I backtracked as far as I could, and it seems that when I was recording this show, I had some power issues. And apparently, when I first recorded it, it dumped those minutes. And so I have to re-record it, And of course, I'm at a different location. I'm not in my studio. So the audio quality is going to be, shall we say, wanting. But at least I'm going to get the information out. I do believe we're experiencing a mass extermination event. I think it's man-made. I think that they want to kill off all of God's creation. And as I look every day while I'm out in the field and not seeing all of the animals and insects and things that I normally have seen for over 50 years. It's really unnerving. And so I want everyone to really take note of this. I want you to notice your surroundings and I want you to spread the word. If you understand what I'm talking about, which I'm sure you do, and if you're experiencing the same thing, I think it's time that we start raising the alarm. 
because I think we're being hit with the old bait and switch. They want us to look at the wars. They want us to look at the economy. They want us to look everywhere but where the mass extinction event is taking place, and that's right under our noses. But they're counting on us not being awake enough and not caring enough about our environment and about our plants and animals and insects. They don't think we'll even notice. Well, I notice, and I hope you don't notice. I hope your area is normal, but I just have a feeling you're going to notice it too. I know that I really do appreciate all who listen, and I appreciate everyone who does support Truth to Ponder with a financial donation. And I would ask that you would also spread the word and tell people about Truth to Ponder. If you get something from this ministry, that would be greatly appreciated if you'd help spread the word. I really appreciate all who listen to Truth to Ponder. I hope that you would consider donating to this ministry, and that's very easy to do. All you have to do is go to truth, the number two ponder.com, truth to ponder.com, and go to the support tab. Click on that, and it'll guide you on how to donate to this ministry through Give, Send, Go. Or, if you want to be old school and send it in by mail, you could send a check or money order. You'd write the check to Ancient Word Radio. You would mail the check to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chill Howie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24319. And your donations are very much appreciated. Well, I've talked about several issues we have going today. And I think that we have things that are beyond the help of mankind. So we have to be on our knees in prayer. And we need to try to do our best to sort things out, at least mentally. And so we can have a good handle on what's going on. But I think we need to live our lives the best we can. We need to be as kind as we can. We need to be as respectful as we can. But we also need to be firm and we have to be very tenacious and and really hold on to our ideals. I think that that's very important. I appreciate you tuning in today. And until next time, everyone be strong, be safe, Stay alert, keep your powder dry, but most important of all, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder. Shining the light of truth in a darkening world.